You need to personally know him. It's gnosko. It's experientially know. It's intimacy. It's to properly know. It's not enough that you just go to church on Sunday. It's not enough that you have a 90-minute God. How is it possible so many Christians will go to hell? It's because they think they know God, but they don't know God personally. They don't really know him. Skirt, stop. This is talking about Jesus not knowing them. Do you see how he did that? That's the sleight of hand right there. He goes from what Jesus says, I never knew you, and he tries to define that word to make it a requirement for, for salvation. I mean, I caught that, but so many people won't. And he says, well, how, how is it so that many Christians are going to end up in hell because they don't know God? No, it's because Jesus does not know them. They've called themselves Christians, but they're not children of God because they haven't believed. They haven't done the will of the Father. Hey guys, welcome back to another Pastor Reacts here on Bible Line. I'm your host, Pastor Jesse Martinez. We are continuing our reaction to Isaiah Saldivar. And I think that I said his last name correctly. It's funny because I'm just having a hard time <laughs> pronouncing it. But um, we're continuing on. He has this video called God Told Me Some Christians Will Go to Hell. And um, we did a video last week where we talked about the first part where he used Luke 13, 22 through th um, 30 to prove his point. Talked about what those passages are in context. And now we're just continuing through. I want to take our time with this. Usually we dice it up um, and make it a little more palatable. But we're doing the whole video because I think this is important. Except for one part at the end, which we're going to do a standalone, you know, later down the road. But let's let him continue. Jesus says, strive, work hard. Don't just seek. Well, I'm just seeking God. Don't just seek. He says, strive to enter through the narrow gate. I want to go to this. Okay. So again, the, we talked about last week, striving being to believe against what the culture says is acceptable. doesn't mean that believing is a work in which we work hard, but it's a comparison. That's what Jesus is saying here. The second verse here that I have saved is going to be Matthew 7, 21. Okay. So you guys all know, everybody just went, oh, Matthew 7, here it is. I love when works-based teachers use this verse. It literally condemns them. I mean, it, I'm not saying it condemns them to hell, but it just, they are so blind, they can't see. Uh, buddy, this is you. This is talking about you. But uh, you hear that Matthew 7, 21, you almost hear that, that, uh, that bell, you know, you're like, here we go. It's about to be a rumble. But I'm telling you, the reason why that is is because the scripture is real clear as to why these people are going to be unknown by Jesus. In my opinion, if you're a Christian, these verses should be absolutely terrifying. If you're a workspace, uh, uh, workspace prosperity gospel teacher, these verses should be terrifying. These should be terrifying to Isaiah because he teaches what this passage uh, condemns. Paul said, knowing the terror of the Lord, I persuade men. Matthew 7, 21. And again, he uses 2 Corinthians 5, 11, uh, when Paul says right before every believer is going to give an account of their works. And the terror of the Lord is that he can take away um, at, at, at the judgment seat of Christ. He can withhold reward. People are going to have to stand and give an account, believers. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, Paul persuades men to what end? That they change their mind from unbelief in Jesus to belief in Jesus. But he uses it as like, it's just a little token. Like, oh, Paul said it here, so I'm going to use it here. 
This is, this is piecemealing scripture to fit an ideological system instead of letting the scripture define your ideological system. There is a difference. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. By the way, note, I don't know what translation he's using, but it says shall inherit. The KJV shall, says shall enter into. So just because you say Jesus is Lord, just because you repeated a prayer, doesn't mean you're going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Okay, I would agree with that. But what he says going further is where the disagreement is. And by the way, look what that verse says. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father. So we should define what that is, and we will. Who enters? The ones that do the will of my Father. Many will say, many means a lot of people will say, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name. Done many wonders in your name. Then I'll declare, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. This is a big difference in just the translation. The KJV says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works. His translation says, and done many wonders in your name. I think it's important that it says many wonderful works because it categorizes everything that those people just said were works. Then Jesus says, I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. The reason why they work iniquity is because they only have their old nature. They, they are only sinners. So by product, by nature, their product is going to be sin. They've done things that a believer can do, but the reason why they're not getting credit for it is because they have not, what 21 says, done the will of the Father. But listen to how it's twisted here. Don't forget, if you're new here to BibleLine, to hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. Make sure you set it to all so whenever we post anything, you get an alert. Also, make sure to like, comment, and share this video. That helps get the video out to new people that have not discovered the channel. And also, we appreciate all the feedback and discussion in the comment section. It's good. If you have a question or a video that you would like me to answer or react to, send us an email, questions at BibleLineMinistries.org, right here on the screen. And we'll do our best to get you a written response and make a video in response as well. Let's get back to today's react. So although you're doing miracles... Does it say doing miracles? I don't think so. It just says prophesied in my name. Uh, in thy name cast out devils, done many wonderful works. But he's going to make this, you know, you can be the greatest Christian on the outside, but you're still going to go to hell because you didn't work hard enough. You're casting out demons. You're prophesying. You're radical. You'd be considered radical. He says, I never knew you. Now, what does that word new mean? Because it's very, very important. I did a help word study. So he's going to go on a long tangent about this word K-N-E-W about new, and he's going to make a comparison between it being, you know, it's, it's, it's intimacy with the Lord, but not in a physical sense. It's that you know him, you, 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 you really know him, you, you know him. And I'm doing that on purpose because he never really defines what it is. Because he's falling, he's, he's, he's unable to understand what this means. What does it mean to know Jesus? He doesn't give examples. Because the only examples in a works-based uh, gospel is you just do works 
and everyone here does works, but they're not going to get in. He's not admitting that he doesn't know how to answer this question because this is him. This is the one who's saying, I'm doing all these things. So he goes to a help word study to define this word, but this word doesn't give him any more clarity. That's because the clarity is in verse 21. He that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven. Grab your Bible and go to John chapter 6 in verse 38. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. John 6, 39. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. So Jesus knows, pay attention here, Jesus knows the person that believes. Boom! There it is. So the people in Matthew 7 are the ones who have not believed. They've trusted in their works. And that's exactly what Isaiah just got done saying. Go back to the video we did last week. It's exactly what Isaiah was saying. You got to strive. You got to make it hard. You got to have the outward appearance. Okay, well, all these people did that and they don't get in. What's the difference? They have not believed. This is what a works-based gospel produces. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. We'll let him continue here. It's a Greek word, gnosko. It means to properly know, especially through personal experience or firsthand acquaintance. So you got to know Jesus, not just through a sermon on Sunday, but you need to know him personally. And then the helps word stuff. Never defines it. I, that, that is such a tragedy. If, this, he, if he calls himself a Bible teacher, he should give examples. What does it mean to know Jesus? You believe on him. Then you can build on that intimacy of the fellowship by applying 1 John. You walk in the light as he is in the light. The, bro, the, the, the believer that walks in darkness is the one who hates his brother. He's not walking in accordance to the light. He's a liar. Not that he's really a believer. He's not lying about whether he's a believer, but he's lying about the quality of his fellowship. John 15, abide in me and I in you. Without me, you can do nothing. That's where the intimacy is. It's not, oh, sinner, keep working really hard to know me and then I'll let you in. Let me quote it word for word here. It says experientially no. It's used in example in Luke 134 when Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I don't know I didn't I don't know a man? And then it says Gnosko equals sexual intimacy. Now it's used in that way, but in this verse, it's not saying you need to have sexual intimacy or intercourse with God. That is not what it's saying. That's obviously weird. it's saying you need to be intimate knowing him personally. You need to He's repeated it, but has not defined it. Pay attention to this type of stuff, guys. It's bait and switch. You need to personally know him. It's gnosko. It's experientially know. It's intimacy. It's to properly know. It's not enough that you just go to church on Sunday. It's not enough that you have a 90-minute God. How is it possible so many Christians will go to hell? It's because they think they know God, but they don't know God personally. They don't really know him. Skirt, stop. This is talking about Jesus not knowing them. Do you see how he did that? That's the sleight of hand right there. He goes from what Jesus says, I never knew you, and he tries to define that word to make it a requirement for, for salvation. I mean, I caught that, but so many people won't. And he says, well, how, how is it so that many Christians are going to end up in hell because they don't know God? 
No, it's because Jesus does not know them. They've called themselves Christians, but they're not children of God because they haven't believed. They haven't done the will of the Father. This is important. You got to catch this when it when this type when 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 this type of pitch comes at you, you got to be able to identify it. I'm a big baseball fan and one of my favorite parts of baseball is pitching. And I'm telling you, man, that when that curveball comes out of the hand, it looks like a fastball and it drops from the top to the bottom of that strike zone and that batter looks silly. He's swinging early. The best ones are when you see the batter buckle. He buckles because he thinks the pitch is going to hit him, and that umpire rings him up. Strike three, you're out. That's what these guys do, man. They're 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 pitching what looks like fastballs, and it's dropping out of the zone, and and people are taking it bait and switch. This is not talking about the believer not knowing God. This is talking about Jesus not knowing these people that did works because they did not do the will of the Father, which was defined in John six. And I have yet to see Isaiah cover messages in John. When I saw this video on Norm's channel, somebody emailed this video to us and I went to Norm's channel and looked because I remember he had uh, reacted to a guy like this. And I left a comment on Norm's channel that said, wait till he sees what John's gospel says, which is believe. There's a point why Matthew, Mark, and Luke talk the way that they do. They're setting up different aspects of Jesus's ministry. The fourth aspect of Jesus's ministry is how everybody comes to understand eternal life by believing on him. But Isaiah is stuck in this way of thinking because that's what he believes. So that's what he's going to see. These are landmine verses, guys. You really need to know him. All right, so we're going to stop there for today. Next week, we'll go on to the next section uh, in which he covers yet another application of God's word, but he uses it for you know his theology, which is you can lose your salvation if you do not continue and maintain the faith so i'm glad you're here today i'm hoping that this is helpful to you you know this will be a couple more videos that we continue to break down this specific video but if you have one that you'd like to send to us open up an email type in questions at bibleinministries.org you can send that video or bible question to us questions at bibleinministries.org we'll do our best to get a video response to you until next time keep looking up Jesus Christ is coming soon. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's episode of Bible Line, make sure to subscribe to the channel and share this video with a friend. Do you have a Bible question? Send us an email, questions at BibleLineMinistries.org, and we'll do our best to get you an answer. Or you can leave your question in the comments of this video. Be sure to check the links in the description for more clear Bible teaching. Bible Line is a ministry of Calvary Community Church located in Tampa, Florida.